Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Maybe that's why Bluehost has been recommended by WordPress.org since 2005. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com wondersuite. That's bluehost.com wondersuite. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. It's time for NBC Radio News. I'm KCAA Loma Linda, brought to you by Green Kong Dispensary, the Inland Empire's finest curated medical and recreational dispensary. Google GreenKong.com. New all-time highs for some companies' shares, though, like Disney, CarMax, Microsoft, Tyson Foods, and Walmart. In fact, Walmart reported strong quarterly results, and it sees a great holiday sales season ahead. The Federal Trade Commission started a preliminary investigation into Visa and MasterCard over debit card transactions. Bloomberg says it's looking at whether these companies barred merchants from using other debit networks. Ferrari wants you, Porsche buyer. It's unveiled a new sports coupe aimed at those who would buy a Porsche 911, part of an overhaul of the Ferrari lineup. The new Ferrari Roma starts at about $220,000. Jessica Edinger, CNBC. If you're drowning in IRS debt and can't afford to pay, then you need to take advantage of special IRS tax programs that are available and free yourself from IRS collection efforts once and for all. Due to the financial hardship consumers are facing throughout the country, the Internal Revenue Service has made it easier to settle delinquent tax problems. An open phone line has been established by Community Tax for consumers to call and see if they qualify. Take down this number or store it in your cell phone, but call the Community Tax Helpline at 800-514-1026. If you owe back taxes to the IRS and cannot afford to pay them back, or even if you have years of unfiled tax returns, there's no need to fear anymore. But you have to call the Community Tax Helpline today at 800-514-1026 for the help that you need. Don't take on the IRS alone. They can attack your wages, savings, pension, home, and even your Social Security check. Call 800-514-1026 for your free consultation and to see if you qualify. That's 800-514-1026. The symbol of power and majesty, the gorilla, feared and respected. Our closest animal cousin believed to possess human-like depth and understanding. Green Kong Cannabis Dispensary of Paris aspires to develop the same understanding. 
Green Kong is a destination, a personal experience with great service for everyone. Located right off the 215 freeway and Hurley Knox Road in Paris, Green Kong is safe, legal, and easy. Visit GreenKong.com for orders. You must be 21. Green Kong is the place for you. Experience Green Kong's exotic surroundings in their jungle-like setting. Bathed in soothing light, Green Kong is a go-to destination for the CBD or cannabis curious or the connoisseur. Google GreenKong.com or visit Green Kong's brand new exciting new location in Paris, California. Come together. It's time to come together. Join in the fun this Sunday at the Calamesa Event Center, formerly the Calamesa Country Club, from 2 p.m. to 6 p.m. Help the fire victims of last month's Sandalwood Fire that destroyed over 75 homes in Calamesa. Sponsored jointly by the Calamesa Event Center, Redlands Community Hospital, the Calamesa Chamber of Commerce, and the Ukaipa Rotary Club. This event brings together the entire community to help the fire victims. Enjoy the music of two great bands, including My Generation, a Beatles-style tribute to the British Invasion, and Blues Buzzard, an eight-piece horn band with the Motown sound. For a minimum donation of $5, or if you wish, more, this Sunday, November 17th, from 2 to 6 p.m. at the Calamesa Event Center. You can find the Calamesa Event Center just off the 10 freeway at Sandalwood. Turn north on 3rd Street at 1300 3rd Street in Calamesa, or call 909-795-2488. That's 909-795-2488. Four, eight, eight, and come together. Medical scientists worldwide are encouraging people to eat more fish. Most American diets are low in cold water fish that are abundant in important omega-3 oils. DHA and EPA are the vital components of fish oil that provide healthy benefits. Not only are they crucial for brain and vision development, they're very important for cardiovascular health. Carlson, America's leading Norwegian fish oil brand, specializes in both great-tasting soft gels that are easy to swallow and fish oil liquids that don't taste fishy. That's right, Carlson provides the most extensive line of fish oils to meet all your needs. You can take Carlson fish oils with confidence. For Carlson fish oils are tested for purity, potency, and freshness. Ask for Carlson Norwegian fish oils today. That's right, ask for Carlson Norwegian fish oils today. So are you tired of being tired? Well, then it's time to get the tea. Hey, it's Lisa here to tell you about this all-natural, all-organic tea I've been drinking that has had great results for over 20 years. It's called Life Change Tea, and it's specially formulated to help detoxify and cleanse your kidneys, liver, colon, and blood all at once. The colon is one of the most ignored organs in the human body. The faster that waste is eliminated from the body, the less time that waste sits in our intestines, spreading toxins to our bloodstream. This tea helps cleanse chemicals caused by outside intruders from our entire digestive system. And get this, weight loss can be a side effect. And with continued use of the tea, you can experience clear, healthier, younger-looking skin, increased energy, and a happier outlook on life. So if you're tired of being tired, get the Life Change Tea at GetTheTea.com. That's GetTheTea.com. And like me, you'll be glad you did. Hey, this check is wrong. I worked a holiday and seven hours of overtime. Not getting paid correctly is a real pain. It could also hurt our boss if our company provides out-of-compliance checks. That's right, construction companies doing business with the government can get fined, or officials of the companies can go to jail if the checks aren't right. It's a law. The Davis-Bacon Act has 30 compliance issues for every check, but there is an easy way for construction companies to be in compliance. EMARS offers Compliant Client, a web-based system that finds and corrects all 30 of the possible out-of-compliance check issues. Users of Compliant Client report an 80% savings in time and money. Running a weekly payroll usually takes about five minutes. All 15,000-plus clients of EMARS have never had a legal compliance issue. Plus, they sleep better on check day. Contact EMARS at emarsinc.com or call 480-595-0466. Miss your favorite show? Download the podcast at kcaaradio.com.
And now, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the greatest real estate investment show ever. Here's the flip-flop investor himself, Todd Bayer. Hey, everyone. How are we doing out there today? This is the Flip-Flop Investor Show, and I am your host, Todd Bayer, the Flip-Flop Investor himself. Every week, we like to get together and talk about real estate investing, and I like to bring on a local expert or a local investor and talk to them about who they are, what they do, and what got them into this crazy business to begin with. And uh, today, we have a guest, uh, Mr. Daryl Gomez. How are you doing today, Daryl? Doing pretty good. Doing, doing pretty good. good. Uh, you know, so, for those of the people out there who don't know... Daryl Gomez. Let's uh, let's go a little bit into the background here. And who are you? What do you do? Oh, okay, good one. Um, <laughs> yeah, Daryl Gomez. Um, been doing real estate for about 15 years, licensed. Um, last 11 years, I've been uh, working with uh, Keller Williams out of Rancho Cucamonga. Oh. And um, 2011, started doing my own little investments. Kind of started into something else. And um, along those lines, we actually started. Uh, I mean, like uh, last year, we got into a, a investment franchise and started kind of increasing our volume on investments and houses. Are, are you able to disclose who this uh, investor franchise is? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> there's, no, <laughs> there's no secrets. Yeah, there's. Um, uh, it's with Homevestors uh, okay. of America, and um, and Homevestors are the guys behind the uh, the caveman billboards that say we buy every houses, right? You yeah. got it. Yeah. So the billboards, the buses, uh, lots of direct mail. Buses. Um, oh yeah. Uh, Where's a lot the bus? Of, no, the actual uh, Omnitrans, the ones that go around town, we do a lot of the, the bus uh, advertisements on the side of them. And the oh, back really? Of them. Yeah, yeah. Nice. I haven't actually, I've never seen a bus ad for Homevestors, so I'm, no. sure I'm sure they're out there. I'm just, now you, you know. will, and you'll be looking. I know. And you'll see, yeah, exactly. Now I'm going to see them. And all the people that are on the road right now listening are probably thinking, oh, this is the guy. But they're a franchise, like you said. It's a so. franchise, yeah. Um, I owe for about a year now um, with the business, and there's probably about maybe 15 locally here that have the territory of uh, San Bernardino, Riverside, and uh, some of them I actually know quite well that I've been doing business with them for a number of years, Yeah, and uh, just, yeah, it kind of became a, a secretive scenario, and then all of a sudden it was like, yeah, everybody knows who, right. what, and where, so, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I hear you. So basically, homevestors, if you were a homeowner that was looking to sell a property, mm -hmm. uh, you're going to end up going to homevestors through like a, an ad or something like that, and somebody's going to call you up? And, and, or how do they? How does that work if they call the number? Because it's like an 800 number, isn't it? Right, right. Um, a lot of times, they will get uh, marketing pieces uh, quite religiously and uh, relevant to postcards and mailers. Um, they will... Uh, just call in. Yeah, we have an 800 number, and it's dispatched to us. And so we have people calling us for all types of reasons, um, good, bad. I mean, it is the good, bad, and the ugly of real estate. So <laughs> right. um, some, of them, a lot of them are just inquiries like, hey, I just want to know how it works. Um, they've been out here for in California for I'd probably maybe say about seven, eight years or so. Okay. Um, but uh, in the Midwest, Texas, uh, Dallas, Texas, where the corporate is, and, uh, I mean, every billboard, everybody. I mean, they, they do a good job at uh, exploiting what home investors is <laughs> exploiting yeah, yeah. <laughs> um so okay so basically whenever somebody calls in if it's in the right territory or something like that you end up getting the lead from them essentially right yeah it, it goes through a you know a spooling system and um it's allocated to us but it's not uh, we, we we're not um in competition with each other that lead comes to us we take it uh we set the appointment and uh, we we meet them yeah, yeah. so you know and I'm sure you guys are great, but there might be other home investors franchisees who may not be the best in the world at their pitch or something. Right. right. So have you ever found that there's like a somebody makes an offer to purchase that's a home investors franchisee, and the homeowner doesn't end up going with it, and then another home investors franchise makes makes another offer? And um, well, the way that it typically works is that lead that person is dedicated to that person. Okay. So we really don't cross paths and there's really no competition. But you're right, I mean, it's it's no different than the regular business, you know, and the 80-20 rule of, will always apply, you know. There are gonna be those that either have experience or maybe they're off, they're coming back from, you know, they have a, you know, whatever the case may be, um, but that lead will be dedicated to them. Got it, okay, so yeah. you can't come in later on and offer them, yeah, it's that's how it works, that makes sense, yeah. you know. But we, we always try to work um, in the sense of 
being available to the client, working a win-win situation out, um, and it really it, it's kind of changed the dynamic of, of my normal traditional real estate where, you know, going out to them and, and pitching them and doing all these things where as now in reverse, they're contacting us and we're really kind of just there to listen and see what we can do to help them. And, and in some cases, it's not the best option for them mm-hmm. and they just need solutions and we're there. Right. So in some cases, I may not buy a house. I may turn around and list it because I can't. Sure. Yeah, because you're an agent. That's right. Now, is it a requirement to be a home va- to be a, no. uh, a licensed agent? No. No, not a requirement. So it's just it's just a perk. It's another another quiver in your uh, or another was it arrow in your quiver? <laughs> <laughs> right. right. Well, you know, or another tool on your belt. But right. Um, yeah. I mean, you, there are a few that don't, and um, they're completely happy with that. But they do have to have a a background and, and knowing and what they can do or not do and, and, and some capital behind to also push forward as well. Of course, yeah. So when you when you're making an offer to purchase a home, does home investors have like a like a like a like a calculator or some kind of like a guideline or anything like that that Yeah, yeah. I mean everything's proprietary at that point in of course, time. So yeah. I can't I can't divulge on the, right. the secrets of that but um, and yeah. I would never ask. Yeah. So. We, we we do have to go through some training, uh, obviously, um, uh, at the corporate office and and then from there, uh, we're able to um, go there, assess the situation. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes we don't even present an offer because it doesn't make sense for them. Right. So we're, we're there really kind of to assess it. And uh, if it makes sense, good. And if not, then we, we try a different solution that might work for them in, in that nature. You know, and we found kind of the same thing. We found that uh, the... The homeowners need multiple solutions, yeah. you know, because I mean, selling them, at, selling at a discounted price is not always the best one. And you know, when like for us, like you know, my business partner Stephen, he's also an agent, so he's right. got kind of that fiduciary best interest thing in right. the back of his mind too. So if we're ever to make a direct offer to a seller, it's always got the the fiduciary best best, you know, okay. uh, what is it, fiduciary yeah. best, you know, whatever in yeah, mind. So it has to be in their best interest. And the way, um, and this is more of a Keller Williams scenario where it's a, a win-win, of course. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Maybe that's why Bluehost has been recommended by WordPress.org since 2005. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to Bluehost.com Wondersuite. That's Bluehost.com Wondersuite. So um, we always try to look for those solutions that are, you know, obviously in their best options, not necessarily ours. So um, when we do go to them, a lot of times, my, my appointment time from a realtor, if I'm doing a regular listing, you know, that's usually 30, 45 minutes, and they want to know, you know, you have a service, you have a list, you have a packet of this and the other. And, um, you know, in this route, when we're doing, um, it's not even really a presentation, it's it's more or less counseling. Right. And <laughs> I, I, could, I could be there for an hour, two hours. I, I've been there for four, four and a half, five hours where they're like, oh, my God, I can't believe so much time went by, yeah. and I'm like, great. What are you making me for dinner? Because you know, I'm like, I'm like, I'm starving, and I'm and I'm I'm far. You know, I, I we can go. My territory can go away from you know from Barstow Ooh. to you know down to Temecula. Oh man, and uh, we're out in Twenty Nine Palms. We're out in Indio. Um, so uh, yeah, that, that could lucky. take you quite we're a lucky. few places. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're lucky if it's in our backyard. Sure. Um, you know, we got to go up the hill, Hesperia Valley. Um, but what's great is that uh, the group that we work with. Um, very much all, all professionals, and uh, they do business. And I, I think the real thing that I, that sticks with me is that what they offer is what we honor. You know, right. because we hear too many of the horror stories of they got into contract with somebody and it didn't work out, and they left them hanging. Right. And we're always trying to like hustle to see what we can do, and we can't save everybody at that point in time. But at the at the same time, we we make that ditch 
effort to, yeah. to work with them. You know, it's funny because, like, I mean, Homevestors is one of the first, like, real, like, you know, large-scale buying companies that would be out there, like, you know, buying investment properties, you know, doing flips and things like that because that, I mean, for the most for the most part, for the longest time, that was just sort of an individual investor type of thing. And, you right. know, we never saw any of these large organizations come into it, but these guys out in Texas kind of took this idea of flipping houses and right. sort of made it into a franchised model. I guess right. they're, I mean, I, I don't know of any companies that are still around that did it. You know, but they were, I would say, probably at least one of the forerunners, you know, in that in that world. Well, when I did, um, I guess how I really kind of found them and, and, and was lured into the sense of what was it about for even me, because yeah. doing real estate for, you know, a number of years, and I went back to, you know, talking, hey, I called up my title rep and said, hey, pull me, pull me some information, find out who's buying what under the radar. I mean, right. what you see on the market, that's been peeled back and there's no meat on that bone <laughs> yeah. right so um when i was looking at the transactions of who was what and then i started seeing a number of names come up and i'm like okay who are these people then doing my research i said okay well county records you know california right. it's, everything's online so i was able to go back and say okay and then it just all led back to a trail of home investors yeah and um then i started going to some meetings we meet religiously every month um, for um, reporting and everything, and uh, uh, just a great group of people. You mm -hmm. know, they've actually created a an LA scene where there's deals that we have that are off market that we advertise at these uh, other places mm -hmm. um, monthly, and um, we'd like to try to do something as well. Maybe pair up and have a couple of deals as well come out this way because we do have quite a few. Yeah. So, um, but that also is my segue in which. Around the same time is when I really got involved more with Third Group. Yeah. And I just, it's real difficult being in the real estate profession along with other um, realtors who, whatever their situation, maybe they're, uh, maybe they're not full-time or maybe they're, you know, um, they're only, they're happy doing um, 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 a certain number of transactions where it was kind of like, trying to always grow, learn more, and hang around you know, the, the ones that were at the, uh, the cream of the crop, right, if right. you will. And uh, so you're always looking for, for more, more knowledge, right? Yep. And, and that's really where it becomes the professional side of, you, you gotta go look for it. You know, it's not just gonna you know, sit there and slap you in the face and say, hey, yeah. I'm here, right. you know? Um, so that's really when I started picking up and, and uh, going to the meetups. Yep. Um, and then I started getting a lot of information from that. And then I started coming out and seeing you guys. and. Uh, at first, it was kind of like, hey, you know, um, but I like to be open-minded. Um, a, a lot of it um, that was untraditional was at first kind of hard to make the coalition just no different, as you mentioned, because when you have a fiduciary duty to your client, you're like, right. hey, you know, that, that's not, I can't do that. We, we're not able to. But exactly when you give them and exercise all their options, it becomes a different scenario it is yeah and I, it, and I remember when you first came in because you were like i mean you were pretty like strict at as as i'm a realtor you know and so like right i remember when you first came in and it was like you know we had a lot of long and discussions. i was suit and tie and i was dressed <laughs> up and be honest with you and uh, since and i started that home, tie, yeah anyway, <laughs> <laughs> i wore a jacket today but yeah, exactly. um but you know what i mean yeah i'll be honest with you my my uh my dry clean bill is lower because <laughs> i have not worn uh, an actual suit probably uh other than a, a wedding that i had over this past weekend and uh, it was like I haven't worn a suit in like six, seven, eight months. Yeah, you know. Um, so it's it's a it's a different change. I'm, I'm in jeans mostly, polos. You know, just yeah, going to people and letting them know that I'm there, not to be flashy or anything. It's just sure. I'm, I'm here to help. And and how can I do that? And well, it's funny so how that. many realtors even lose lose listings, you know, because of their appearance, you know, because people want just a, a regular person to come right. and explain to them their options. You know, not everybody. Some people expect well, a professional to come in the door, and that's and I get the argument there, but there's a lot of folks that just want a regular person to come in and not try to sell them on anything right. and just tell them, hey, these are your options. This is, the, like, right. let's just be realistic about what you actually can do from here. Because right. some people, they don't really know what to do, and they don't want to feel like they're being sold, right. you know, or whatever. So... It's uh, it's disarming, I think, to have to come in very casual and just you know, yeah, because you can present yourself professionally with the way you speak, you know, with your knowledge yeah. base, 
you know, and you've been in the business 15 years. I mean, you know, you obviously know what you're talking about at this point. So, you know, when you're making a presentation to somebody, they're not just getting some sales mumbo jumbo. You know, they're getting the real deal. Yeah, and 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 again, once you give them the power of saying, "Here's my options." Mm-hmm. And saying, here's the pros and cons, my pref- professional opinion, saying, yep. here's, you go this way, this is what's going to happen. You go that way, that's what's going to happen. Yep. And you give them the power to make the decision, and, and now where the sales portion comes in is being able to ask the right questions and give them the opportunity to make that decision on their own. Yeah. But by making that decision, doesn't matter which decision they do, it still includes you into it. Of course, right? yeah. That's, that's the trick. Because a lot of times, um, I, even at an early age, it was kind of like, hey, Give them all these options, and they go, okay, thanks, you, bye. And, and you're like, right. hey, well, I just spent an hour with you, two hours with you. Well, you know, <laughs> Can I earn your business? And um, a lot of it just has to still be face-to-face, building rapport. Of course. That, that business is still very much vibrant. Um, at, the, at the core of it, it goes back to you know, standard sales practices. You know, right. like it goes back to just being a, you know, being a person that they can come to, you know, being helpful, being respectful, all that kind of stuff. There's, yeah. Those things come back into play. Yeah. And you know, it's funny because I mean – I've been on the on the on the side where I've tried to sell an investment property where it needs work, you know, and I've you know yeah. I'm just like I just want to get rid of this thing. And you get these vest is these other investors calling you, and they make no attempt at the, at the rapport. <laughs> right. They just say I can offer you fifty thousand yeah. dollars for this place, you know, take it or leave it. And I right. say uh, well, I have it listed for two hundred, yeah. you know, like what makes you think I'm going to take you know fifty thousand? Right. And then they you know say some nasty thing to me on the phone and hang yeah. up, you know. And it's like it's like <laughs> how, how how are you getting business this way? Yeah. You know, is anybody actually doing business with yeah. you? And or they're they're like really stuck on a script right and yeah. you, get, you get those a lot too i get i get calls all day every day i'm like how did you guys even get my number and it's like <laughs> oh i was like okay well and, and yeah i i just think um the the pace of business has started uh you know moving faster because obviously a lot of, a lot more is being done online sure um but again i i i, I can't see anything beating that face to face i mean if i can right. get in front of you i mean the it dramatically increases our, our opportunity to work with you versus somebody else. And that, I think that kind of nicely segues into uh, the iBuyer thing, you know, because right. I know you're, I know this is like a hot item for, you know, for what you guys are talking about, but you got, you know, open door coming into the area. Mm-hmm. You've got Zillow making offers, Redfin. Uh, what is the other one? OfferPad, you know, like these, oh, these four different, you know, these four different iBuyers that are currently in the Inland Empire market, mm-hmm. you know, they're out there and they're, they're essentially competing with you. Correct. You know, but I think what you say is true, which is they don't offer that face-to-face personal touch. Mm-hmm. You know, and that doesn't matter to some people. Some people would love to just click a button and sell their house, right. you know. But there's a lot of people out there where this is – these are tricky waters. They don't know how to navigate them, and they need somebody that's a professional that can kind of guide them through the process. Right. And, I, you know, I think I think these iBuyers are going to try and move that direction more and more. But, you know, when you're trying to – create a national brand all at once it's not easy to be able to have that personal touch and you know they got venture capital behind them that's gonna you know help them weather that storm i guess for the next five to ten years while they try and build better systems but in the meantime you guys were already here right and um i mean it's very much so i mean they are taking a a nice little chunk or bite out of uh, the market right of course um and it's not for everybody but our, our our client is more focused on one that they have they have their little box their little niche it's kind of like lending right yeah. if you either fit in the box or you don't in most cases so they do have their own little uh performa of, of homes that they like they usually like to have 1980 and above and you know little sure. cookie cutters and and um something that's very easy to rehab and, and move on and, and clean up and or just put out and re- resell it right yeah. that's why they call it the, the micro flipping right um but they do it a little bit backwards and, and more or less kind of what, it, what we would call a bait and switch where you click you get that price and you're excited about that price mm-hmm. but what they don't tell you is that that price is only honored after they send somebody down there to piece it apart of course yeah you know and um we don't even quote it prices really over the phone i mean it's really they call us and we're setting an appointment and they're like well just give me the price and i'm like well, I haven't even seen what your house looks like. How can I give yeah. you a price? Well, Zillow says, I said, well, did Zillow come over and give you that price? And, and they're going right. to make you that offer or what? And they're like, well, no. I was like, well, how can I? You know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so. Um, it's a good point, too, because that's, you know, that's that's the, you know, a lot of people think it's like Amazon where, you know, <laughs> there's just a retailer out there who's selling, you know, whatever, thumbtacks, you know, and a thumbtack costs a penny and you it, can buy a hundred of them for a dollar, you know, right. and but, you know, with 
with a house. A house is very different. There's a lot of things that affect the value of a home. And I think, you know, a lot of what, what it takes to get a seller sometimes to sell their property is right. to give them that kind of information, you know, behind like what is value? Like how do we, how do we come to this value? This isn't just something I picked out of thin air, <laughs> you know, and it's, uh, them, yeah, yeah. Well, everything is based now on the algorithm. I use the quotation marks in, right. in the air re- reasonably because it used to be, um, you know, the pulse on the market. Right yeah. now, it's got to be the algorithm in the air because <laughs> the reality of it is they're only pulling data from comparable properties of bedroom bathroom count, but they have right. no idea what it looks like or the cost it's going to take. Yeah, and so the homeowners, everybody feels, hey, I, my house is the best one. I spent money back in 1970 on this one, and yeah. you know, hey, um, I updated that kitchen and. You know, I did all the work. Yeah. You know, I put in these nice little pavers. I put in, you know, th- this planter, and that planter right there is better than my neighbor. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you never know. But um, the reality of it is, is the expectation of sellers and or buyers in general for real estate has changed in which, um, just as you mentioned, uh, um, from Realtor.com to uh, the Redfin and, and Zillow, those are kind of the top three that we have challenges in the sense of having to break break it to the sellers or buyers saying that's not the value right and then we pull data and say look this is the mls value so if you've spoken to a realtor this is typically the information that you're going to get live off of the mls and when you take it another step low you know lower than that and say well this is what we pulled from title records from the county in your area just to be making sure on our numbers were accurate right because buying it as an investment is different than buying, you know, selling it for them. Of course. Because uh, there's a lot more liability, you know. I mean, if you don't buy the property, right, I and mean, that's the key to this whole thing. Of course. And anything that you do now in the flipping game is if you do not buy the property right, then you might have to hang on to it a little bit longer, and that may cost you. Yeah. You know, we've all gone down that road, too. Of course. So. Um, yeah, and it's, you know, I, the, the algorithm's funny because, you know, I've, I've gone on Zillow for just about every, every, every house we've ever done. I've looked at the Zillow price, you know, before we bought it, and I've also looked at it, you know, later on because it does change over time. And there have been times where I would be very happy to sell it for the price that Zillow oh, yeah. puts up there. <laughs> and there's times where I'm looking at Zillow like, you're like crazy. Yeah. What's, what are you thinking? Like, there's no way. You, you, like, it's worth 50000 80000 more I asked them. I, I always ask the, the client the same thing. I say, so what's your estimate? And they, yeah. look at, they looked at me like shocked, like, am I not supposed to know? I was like, well, I already <laughs> know. I pulled it before I even came. I said, I usually have those three because those are the, the top three that most people look at. Yeah. And um, that's what's accessible to them, you know? So unless they've actually spoken to a realtor and whatnot, which typically they haven't yet. This right. is, you know, we typically get to them before um, realtors or whatnot because the expectation for them is I would rather sell this quickly and not talk to a realtor and not do uh, all the fees and all this yeah. miscellaneous stuff. So, um, but again, once I'm there, I assess the, the situation. If it's a good fit for them, then I'll, you know, see if we can present an offer. And if it doesn't make sense to them at all, I mean, you know, if, the, if they need $2,000 worth of work to, to clean up their yard and maybe some fresh paint here and there, I mean, that's not uh, a typical client we would like to work with in right. that fashion. However, let them do the work. Let's get it ready. And I'll help you sell it and put it on the market. Sure. You can definitely do that. Yeah, unless for some reason this person has an immediate need for cash, and they're like, "Look, I don't care. I got to get out of this house yeah, yesterday." That, that, that you know, and, and we've we've bought houses that didn't really need much, and they could have listed them, and they could right. have gotten quite a bit more. Right. And you know, introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Maybe that's why Bluehost has been recommended by WordPress.org since 2005. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to Bluehost.com Wondersuite. That's Bluehost.com Wondersuite. 
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Sometimes it's it has nothing to do with the condition of the property. It has a lot to do with the condition of the seller. Right. You know, like where they have Very maybe an, an immediate health need mm-hmm. or, you know, somebody in their family's got some kind of an immediate financial need. And it's, you know, right. we don't know what those things are and until you present the options. Yeah. You know, I, I find there's a lot of investors that will, you know, not even bother going into a home like that where they're like, you know, it's this place. It, it doesn't need me. You know, and they just right. assume they, they make that assumption that these people don't need them. So they're not even going to bother making the offer, which these people might actually be in a really desperate situation where they need the capital and they're like, Mm -hmm. I need to sell, you know? So I think it's important to, you know, always present the options about what you can do, you know, and and they don't have to take any options. There's no obligation at any point, obviously, but just, you know, Hey, here's four different options. If you go this route, you know, and of course, you know, they want to see net proceeds and length of time. It's usually like the two common things people want to know is time and convenience. Yeah. How long and how much, (laughs) you know? Yeah. We, we typically like to say, you know, we offer a few things and it's time and convenience, you Mm -hmm. know? Um, and then I, I added in certainty because a lot of times they're, uncertain of their time frame they're uncertain of where they stand as far as well what really needs to be done to the property yeah like do a, tr- a, a traditional sale they've got to pack up and what we call broom clean and get everything out of there for the next buyer coming through um, but for us our, our real scenario for them is you take what you want and what you need yep and anything and everything else just leave it right where it sits yeah and don't even worry about it. if you want to move it over to a specific room where the garage it's going to get dumped out or what by all means and if they do have like maybe some furniture or something that oh well you know they can either have um you know garage sale or something but if they want i mean we can call uh, a local nonprofit or a church and say hey we have some you know potential stuff that we can donate to you if you want to come by and pick it up by all means yeah you know so um we try to do you know things right by the client and make sure that they they feel comfortable with it because a lot of times it, it, it is the most um stressful scenario for them and the most financial scenario for them that they probably have ever done in their life yeah um buying it was a good thing for them and they 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 made some good money relevant to equity i mean where else can you go or have money to sit there and and compound on each other with with equity and you know turn around and be able to sell it and and you know all you did is provide a roof over your head right and uh, take care of the property in some cases and some cases not but um uh real estate has been a, a real eye-opener uh, and game-changer for me in my life and my family. And, um, you know, we continue to want to do good things and uh, build relationships in our community. Um, you know, kids, you know, I grew up in uh, Ranch Cucamonga, and, um, you know, it's a, it's a place where we walk tall. You yeah. know, we're proud of what we do. Um, we help families out all day, every day. Um, our children uh, are embedded in the community, you know, do sports. We're a very active family. We mm-hmm. like to go out there and have fun. Um, and uh, real estate has been a really great vehicle. Yeah, it has. Yeah, I, I mean, I can only agree with you because <laughs> I was, I've been doing it for quite a while, too. So it's, uh, you know, it's definitely put food on the table for that amount of time. So, yeah, of course, it's a great business. But, you know, there there's people out there right now that are driving down the highway, you know, and they're hearing us talk right now. And they're thinking, you know, you know, Daryl came into this business. He's got money. You know, he came into this business. He was already experienced in real estate. Like, how is a, a guy like me who's never done anything in real estate going to get involved and become a real estate investor? Like, what Like, what would you, what kind of advice would you give to a first-time person that's, you know, with, like, right. let's assume they've got no real estate experience, right. you know, and up until now, they've never even heard of Zillow <laughs> until we mentioned it a few moments <laughs> oh, ago. Yeah. yeah, I know. Yeah. Um, oh, well, it is a long-winded story but um 
I we like long I, right. stories. <laughs> I, I started in the um, uh, real estate uh, business, so to speak, by accident, pure okay. accident. And uh, initially, I was going through high school. I graduated in '99. Okay. Uh, my Altoona Brave alumni, and um, the reality for me was I was expected to go to college, Cal Poly Pomona, and I wanted to get into architecture. That was kind of my, okay. my passion, my dream. So there was it's a housing school housing, for that, too. <laughs> that, uh, it was either that or San Luis Obispo, which was also number one school, for that. Yeah. But, you know, uh, being from Rancho and the commute would be so much better, right? Yeah. Um, but that didn't happen. I ended up having children early. Okay. And so I kind of stepped back and segued and just went to work, basically, tried to be a um, uh a provider and a husband and all that fun stuff. And right. That didn't work out too well either at the, at the, at an early age, right out of high school. What'd you do? Like, what was your what were your jobs? Oh, uh, <laughs> this goes way back, right? So, um, one of my first jobs, just in in high school in general, um, I worked at the Family Fun Center and and uh, Bullwinkles in Upland, right okay. off the Ten Freeway, right yeah. Mountain. Yeah. So I think we um, all know that. Is it still there? <laughs> uh, it's it's still there. Uh, it's gone through a few changes. Uh, was Boomer's Cafe. I don't know and, Boomer's. Yeah, and there's a couple other ones now, too. Um, it's still, you know, fun. Take the kids over there, you know, over there every once in a, a blue moon. It's still there, yeah. Yeah. Play miniature golf, and the game's probably the same games that have been there for <laughs> years. Uh, it's probably been painted a different color by now. And, yeah. Uh, the batting cages probably still hit people, but, you know, yeah. it's, it's fun times. Okay. Um, so you st- that was, like, your first job out that of was my. Basically. That was actually my first job. I was two weeks before I turned 16 legally nice. to work. I, I uh, started that and um, worked weekends and kind of paid my way through, you know, high school of little things that I wanted and, yeah. you know, some of that stuff. You got to pay for the car stereo system. <laughs> the, you know. Well, yeah, that came a little bit later. But, <laughs> um, but yeah, I did that for a little bit. Um, I stayed local pretty with my jobs. I actually worked here in um, um, right off of uh, Milliken, uh and the 10 freeway, which was uh, Sears and Roebuck at that time did okay. their own credit. You did they what? The their own credit before okay. they switched over to City. Got and it. And then City Financial took it over. So at that time in the early 2000s, I believe, uh, was when that happened. And then from there. Uh, so, wait, so you were doing like, like if you went to Sears and you wanted to purchase a chainsaw, the, the financing that you could get through Sears used to be Sears y- handling it. Correct, yeah. And so this was more on the collection and customer service side that I worked. Got and, it. Uh, more so, so collections. Collections, yeah. Well, <laughs> the, the building was actually put into two uh, sections. So, okay. yeah, it, it was in the same same building but not in the same yeah yeah so um but yeah that was uh that was an educational thing because i got real good on the phone yeah you know that was uh that was an eye-opener for me because i was always good at talking with people but talking to people at nine o'clock in the morning at eight o'clock on a sunday morning Mm -hmm. on why they should pay 25 dollars to avoid a late fee yeah (laughs) (laughs) you get you get pretty creative on how you're going to explain that to them sometimes they're obviously upset and pissed but you know, overall, they're thankful that you saved them $25 or something you right. know, for that late fee. Um, but um, customer service has kind of always been my um, my real way of being able to work in any side of business, right? Um, so from there, I um, end up working at uh, Household and Beneficial. For the inter- uh, household and beneficial um, is now known as HSBC. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, financing. So they were, you know, and this is kind of just dating uh, um, the scenario of it, but this is just before they, they changed the name uh, HSBC. And um, so, the, again, in the early 2000s, so from one to the next, it was only f- a few years with, within that experience that I had. Yeah. Um, but fast forwarding it probably to about maybe 2004 is um, I literally I got fired. Okay. Yeah, I was I was burning the counter at both ends. I was go, uh, trying to go to school um, full time. Mm-hmm. I was trying to work there full time, and then actually, truth be told, I was still doing my weekends at Boinkles. Oh, went, really? I went, I went back over there, and I was still doing some some weekend work, <laughs> yeah. and you know, trying to make ends meet. Of you course, know, young guy uh, had kids, and what if you want to live in Rancho Cucamonga? It's not the cheapest <laughs> right. place to live in the well, Empire, right? Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, just trying to make a living and and uh, kind of get myself squared away, and. Um, Honestly, it was kind of one of those things where you kind of look back. I was like, man, I, I, uh, so much stress. You know, even yeah. today, I'm 38 years old and got all my gray now. You know, <laughs> like, God, you know? but I do have uh, four children and uh, um, four beautiful daughters, a beautiful wife. And, um, you know, I'm grateful for, for the, the, the road that I've taken because obviously that's who makes me who I am today. Yeah. Um, 
Now, mm. if you could, if you could go back, let's assume you were 16 years old again, <laughs> and somebody offered you Ooh. a job, and they told you, you know, for the next 20, 22 years, uh, I will hire you up. I, I'll hire you, and I'll hire you at fifty thousand dollars a year right now, and 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 you're and you're guaranteed fifty thousand dollars for the next 22 years. Would you have taken that if you knew what you could do now? Oh no, 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 no. Yeah. I mean, being at 16, yeah, if, at 16, if they confronted me. Yeah, no problem. That would have been a no-brainer. Of course. Um, but, he, but if you had to work had, for tw- the next 22 yeah, years, no, no. you had to give 22 years of your life at 50000 no, I, I, I will say, because the question initially was about the, the first-time person getting into real estate. It, it's tough. Yeah. You know, it's, it's oh, a yeah. dog-eat-dog world. Um, I mean, the reality of it is, is if you, being focused on your regular job that you have in today, and if you took the same hours and you took the same initiative and you poured it into this business, you would do well. Oh, yeah. But what happens is people get the expectation or the idea, oh, you get all this flexibility. Yeah. Uh, I don't know none yeah, of my, my day schedule of being flexible. I mean, yeah, we get time to travel, and I'm not sitting physically in an office all day. But, sure. I mean, if we don't set a schedule and, and executing that, I mean – the day's gone. It's like, well, it's funny you nothing to it. show for it. Right? Yeah. Oh, I hear you. And it's funny you mention it because you hear people that they want to get into real estate because right. you know they they hear the financial freedom thing. Oh, they, yeah. You know, they hear all the all the all the great things that you can get in this business. But what they don't what they don't necessarily know is you're not going to work less. You're probably going to work more. Yeah. In fact, yeah, however, yeah. the one key difference is that rather than you know somebody telling you what to do every single day is you get to tell yourself to do all that every day. Right. The trick is to tell yourself to do those things every day. Because when you don't have a boss breathing down your neck, yeah. you have to be the boss, and you have to actually hold your own self accountable, which is really hard for a lot of people. Oh, it is. It is because obviously you're relying on a paycheck. Yeah. You know, and there's there's very little difference in the even the verbiage when you say I'm self-employed or I'm unemployed. It's yeah. the same actual thing. I exactly. mean, if you sat there and did nothing as self-employed and unemployed, you're not getting paid. Yeah. You're not making any exactly. money. Exactly. So. You're unemployed. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And, that's uh, that's a very funny thing. Line. We had, we had a person, we asked him, like, what do you do? They said, I'm an entrepreneur. And I said, so does that you're mean you're unemployed? unemployed? <laughs> you know? and he, he set said, himself up, huh? Yeah. He was, you know, in his case, he was actually a fairly well-off yeah. entrepreneur. However, he was like, yes, I've been gainfully unemployed for the past <laughs> 25 years. Yeah. That's a very eloquent way to put it. Yeah. yeah. He's like, I've been gainfully unemployed. I thought that was a great one. So I've, I've used gainfully unemployed myself just a few times because yeah. it's such a good way but, to but describe it, it. But it is a tough business to get into, to break into, because the reality of it is, is that um, – statistically within the first year usually you can actually do fairly well in your first year because you're going to your family your friends and referrals right, right. but what happens and they're going to give after, you those pity, those pity listings right and hey by all means bring them but right. what happens after that is you know how you're going to survive after that. if you don't follow up and if you don't do sure. everything else that's um, part of the business that's when you start seeing the problems and the issues of yeah. you know hey well where's my next deal coming from because this seems easy and sure. a lot of people will just dive out of that and that's what we we, we see typically in, in um, the market when it's doing well we see all the people come back yep. they, they run and get their licenses and and now we have these people who have the expectation of i'm 15 years in the business and i'm making x amount of money and they yep. think hey within a, you know a year i'm going to be making that money too and it doesn't really work that way you got to kind of still put your due diligence in and you still kind of got to earn your stripes Absolutely. basically yeah so. and we you know we used to track it we used to actually have a chart that we would do we would update it every once in a while that shows the number of active real estate licenses in the state of california <laughs> yeah. because you can kind of tell when the market's doing oh, yeah. really well there's a bunch of licensed agents out there but when you take the number of deals that you see across the entire state and you divide right. it by the number of licensed agents license, you're yeah. like oh okay so there's less than one deal per agent yeah. you know the entire state of california and it's just it's in the 80 20 rule will apply in, in that too and you're, does. Gonna, you're gonna see the top 20 percent doing all that business and then everybody else i think i heard just most recently uh um somebody was telling me today or the other day if uh one of my buddies, my Gabe, uh, my buddy, sent him a shout out. Gabriel Lozano was saying, "Hey, the average agent's only doing four deals a year." I'm like, "Oh, you would starve." Yeah, exactly. Four de- unless I mean, it's four mansions. If they did four mansions, they might do okay. But and that's, I think, that would be the average agent that's actually done a deal this year because right. there's quite a few agents that haven't done a single deal in all yeah, of 2019. Still, still learning, still training, still, still doing all sure. that fun stuff. Or they have their license and they're like, you know, I just I have it, but they I don't use it. it. But you know, what if somebody were to come along, their cousin, whatever, you know, <laughs> they're, they're like, also I'll list their home. But yeah. like you know, my own business partner Stephen, he's he's a licensed agent. However, he doesn't go out looking for yeah. listings, you know. But if one comes his 
way. Sure. You know, he'll at least tell him what he can do. And, you know, he's not going to turn him away. Right. You know, it's just another source of income for him if, you know, if anything goes. But, you know, it's, uh, you know, a, a real estate agent should probably put in a lot of effort, you know, once they take the listing to get it sold and all that stuff. Right. There's, you know, and so it's, you know, a lot of agents, they just, they work a full-time job doing something yeah. else or, you know, or they're, maybe yeah. they're an attorney or something. They got their their license, you know, and, and they, they want a piece <laughs> of the action. I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. There's there's all kinds of scenarios, and uh, the reality is that you know it is a, a, a great way uh, to make an, a, a professional income without having to you know have a ten year college degree and whatnot. So yeah, I I got that, but it's one of those things where still exercising and and doing the the coaching and still going with professional mentors and everything it still has to apply if you if you're a professional of anything you have a coach yeah and uh, a lot of people i I feel they um they 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 look at it as an expense that oh well you know if i save this and it's like you know what you, you really cannot not afford to have a coach a mentor uh and then also dealing with marketing yeah you know it's just that's how businesses do it you know and they eventually grow so big where they need to do it because they need write-offs <laughs> of course yeah. so um but yeah i mean everything that we've we've done and and kind of uh for that for that person that's looking at it yeah you know i i had an early passion for dealing with uh drawings of homes architecturally right and um so i had a little bit more knowledge in that aspect going in and then obviously with um, a financial aspect uh, sure. dealing with collections and or loans um I had a little bit more background in those, which was a little bit uh, more powerful for me because most agents didn't didn't understand the financing aspect. And, right. Uh, in the early 2000s, it was kind of like I got in at 2004, so everybody's like, woo, woo, you know, everybody's <laughs> having a good time, and I was like, well, what's going on? And everybody's spending money left and right. And, sure. Um, but it, it's 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 reminiscent. And then at the same, while everything was going on. Um, I actually, you know, as I mentioned, I, I, it came, it, it was kind of real estate found me in yeah. that sense. And, uh, I had a, a decent little job I, I had and, uh, I got fired, you know, I was sleeping. I was supposed to be, you know, working at five o'clock in the morning and, um, you know, traveling over to work and getting there and they're in my cubicle and just nodding out, you know, yeah. uh, you know, just getting, you know, but, uh, I thank her. So my, my manager fired me, but. It took so what? So what happened? You were just you were you were in your cubicle, <laughs> and your your boss just came over and said, "Daryl, yeah. get out of here." Well, no, I did no. <laughs> they it they they do it secretly secretly where they like, hey, uh, we're gonna do uh, an audit and blah blah blah. Let's come meet over in the room. Yeah. And then because um, I have my you know phone on me and in my pocket and whatnot, so I get text messages from some of my other people that are on my team. And they're like, "Daryl, they're bringing the box out." And the box is basically they're clearing out your desk. Oh, okay. So they just want to take you away from the floor so you don't so you act don't see out. It. And yeah. well, they don't see it, and then you don't act out and, and cause ruckus on the floor. Yeah. Which I was like, okay. Well, I was still not up. I was like, well, couldn't you like call me or tell me? Because they pre-plan that. It's not just of course. Just that day it happens. They it's planned out a week yeah. or two ahead, and like yeah, there's a review <laughs> before they can fire you. It was like you could have called me and told me this. I could have slept in. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I know. I could have but, saved everybody the trouble. I, w I wasn't going to put up a fight. Yeah. Just you know, tell me not to come in. <laughs> um, so okay, so you basically like you end up leaving HSBC or whatever uh, household financial. Yeah, yeah. Called it. Uh, and so like now you're out of a job. So like, right. like what, do you, what do you do at this point? Um, I had uh, about three months to kind of just find out what I wanted to do and put some applications out there and uh, actually went to an uh, Ontario job fair okay. um, started looking around and uh, um, <laughs> it's a inside story but what ends up happening is that I, I, I come across a, a specific gentleman three or four different times okay. in, in about a week's time so it's just one of those odd things like you know he says hey you know uh, he's actually an agent okay. still today um, but uh, at that time uh, I didn't know I didn't know much about the real estate. I was still kind of young, and, and, I, and all I knew was the loan side. Everybody was calling in, get loans, refi, you know, yeah, do yeah. all this fun stuff. And uh, sure enough, like I see him at the job fair. Hey, uh, you dress sharp, you know, have a good voice, you know, you look like you can sell, you know. He's all here's my card. Uh, okay, cool. That was was he like, was he doing a booth? He had a booth at the no, job no, fair. No, 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 no. He was just in the parking lot. Oh, and that, that's why I was like, was he going to the job fair himself? No, well, he was actually at the job fair looking at talent. Okay. That's yeah, because he, he was about building a team and trying to get people, you know, interested in his, you know, work with him. But he was looking for talent. Interesting. And that's why I was like, okay, cool, you know. And that's why I say it found me because about a week later, um, we're at the Victoria Gardens. I see him there. Yeah. 
hey, 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 you know. Doing the same thing? Doing the same thing. Was it another, was it another job fair? No. He was just walking around. He was just at Victoria Gardens. And yeah, he happened to live in Rancho. Got it. So um, that's where we kind of worked with it. And I was like, okay. And then, um, and then from there, I kind of uh, did something different. And uh, I was like, okay, well. And then I ended up seeing him somewhere else. And yeah. then that's, I was like, okay, there's got to be something going on here. He, it, it's got his intervention, right? So yeah, I'm like, exactly. here we go. There's something here. And then uh, we end up meeting. Uh, sat down with him, talked with him. He's like, hey, I think you can do really well. Let's try you out. And uh, we're, uh, I was working with him for about seven months, and I did smashed it. And yeah. I was closing my own transactions. I mean, he was basically signing his paperwork. Wow. That, that's it. I was that's doing, awesome. I was pretty much doing everything. And then when it came time to get my license, he was like, oh, I don't know if you need it. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. was like, no, I'm, I'm good. So end up um, ended up leaving that. But truth be told, that is where I, I met my wife. Oh, yeah. My today wife, yeah. She was uh, doing some transactional uh, work, just learning the business, too. We're both very young, early 20s at that time. So um, when I left, we left. Oh, okay. So she left with you. You took, you, you, you went down. Yes, I did. I'm going to say that. Yes, I, <laughs> I took her with me. Yes. <laughs> well, Obviously, we, yeah. totally unintentional. Yeah. You didn't, you know, you didn't plan that out. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. But, so um, you know, we, I, I learned what I needed to learn. I grew. And it was those things that, you know, you have to kind of be able to see it. Hey, you want to move forward. You want to learn. You want to grow. Um, never stop. And you have to kind of continue to look for it uh, because it's just, again, it's not going to just say, hey, slap you in the face. Of course. Hey, you know, here. Nice. Um, so you, uh, is your wife still involved in the business? Or? Oh, she is the business. She man. is the business. I, 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 shake hands and I, shake, I shake hands and kiss babies all day, and that's pretty much it. Okay. Um, but, yeah, she's she's out and about running running everything. She's the, the backbone of everything. Got it. Yeah. I've never met her, so I figured she's probably out working hard. Well, I mean, she's probably resting by the time you guys see me because, you <laughs> right. know, at nighttime, you know, we're sitting there, what, 6 o'clock to about, like, 10 or sure. and on. And or yeah, on. So, yeah. Yeah, I'm just warming up. Exactly. Yeah, and then for her, she's... Yeah, I'd, I'd yeah. be lying if I said that we'd never closed down the Mission Inn together. Right. So, <laughs> <laughs> and I, I tell her, say, yeah, I invite her, so she can't say that I don't invite her. That's true. But, uh, I invite her, but she's like, no, I don't want to go. I'm like, well, okay, well. Plus, you got kids at home, you know. <laughs> yeah. And and again, we, you know, so during those days, I tried to get out early so that way, you know, I can spend a little time with them, maybe have a little dinner or something, and then go. You know, yeah. So. So it's good because okay, like you have a partner in the business, right? And, oh yeah. And there's a lot of people that come into real estate. You know, and this is a this is their own idea. They may not have a spouse that supports their idea. You know, they might have a spouse that's kind of like you know, I like you can go off and do your thing, but I I can't quit my job per se. You know, right. like because somebody needs to stay and be the breadwinner basically and kind of right. you know earn the income during the interim because yeah. you know, it will take a while. I, even for the some of the best people I've known in real estate that have turned around and made money immediately and have never had to, that spigot turn off. You know, right. like right. Um, I mean, it still took them a little bit of time, you know, as some of the better people well, I know, it was at least six months. It, it, and it's tough, even even so, I mean, when you're, what's good is that I'm always, like, out and about right. generating something. Of course. You know, and um, so we don't necessarily see each other, we can go a whole day, but we probably talk to each other, like, ten times. Of course. Right? Yeah. Um, and then when we're home, we're home. And right. And then, um, you know, weekends, you know, so it it, it is a... It is a dynamic in which there has to be an understanding of, hey, this is the business. It's it not is. a nine to five. It doesn't turn off. Um, you know, a lot of times uh, at the dinner table, I'll get my hand slapped because of the phone. <laughs> you know, it is it is what it is. I mean, because sure. you know, you're always anxious. You're waiting for a response. You're waiting for something because you know we've been working hard on a specific deal to get it closed, and it had some so many different challenges. And yeah, and uh, you're just like, oh yeah, you're excited about it, and then it's like, hey. We're eating, or you know, we're at the dinner table, or you know, we're doing something family oriented. So it it has its challenges, but especially because in real estate, when somebody's looking to sell, oftentimes they're calling you when they have time. Exactly, because they're exactly. they're probably at a job from eight to five, mm -hmm. like everybody else. You know, so they're going to call you after five o'clock, oh, yeah. or before eight, or on their lunch hour, or on the weekends. I mean, right. so like those are the times that sort of you need to be the most available, right? Which is hard because your kids are in school. Oh yeah, you know, and it's like you got. Like we got school, want, we got sports, go they got everything. Event. We got, we have lives. You know, yeah, that, that, exactly. I think that's what sometimes the, uh, as long as we have that expectation of, we will get back to you. And, and usually my clients and our clients typically know that if I don't 
answer my phone, I will text you. Like it has an automatic response. Say I'm in a meeting, I'm doing something, but right. I will get back to you. And usually with uh, within maybe an hour or a few hours, they know that I'm going to call them back. Yeah. Or I'm going to text them back and say, hey, I apologize. I'm out here with the kids. I'm doing this, that, or the other. Or, you know, I'm, I'm at an open house or I'm doing something. Uh, yep. I'm in a meeting. So they know I'm not just sitting there just, you know, pick my nose. Yeah, you know? exactly. it's, like, it's like they know uh, Daryl works and, and Daryl's doing something. If he did not pick up his phone, he's on the phone. He's, he's calling. He's doing right. something. Yeah. And you can always tell who the uh, real estate agent is in the crowd when I go to, like, my kid's baseball practice, you know, or something. Right. It's always the guy that's over there. I never talk to him because he's always over there on the phone, you yeah. know, on his, on his laptop or doing, you know, on his tablet, something, yeah. you know. And we don't mean to. I mean, you know, know. it's it's the business, so it's like, you know, not that we were, you know, trying not to have conversation, but, of course, you know, business follows us, yeah. Yeah, and that's, you know, that's I think it's the trick that everybody, uh, you know, or that's the thing a lot of people don't understand. And it's good to have a partner because you have somebody that's going to hold you accountable, too. Right. You know? Oh, yeah. So, like, yeah. if you're, like, if you decide one day I'm just going to, you know, I'm going to eat an entire box of cereal this morning for, for breakfast and I'm going to sit in my underwear all day and watch <laughs> Netflix, you know. You got a partner that lives in the house with you that's right. going to be like, Daryl, what, what are you, crazy? Yeah, yeah, no, that never happened. Never. Just, yeah. <laughs> to, to even fathom what would ha- actually happen if, I was sitting there not doing anything and her walking in be like, yeah, get the fuck. Yeah, she'd be like, get out. Exactly. Right so. Yeah, and it's, it's funny, too, because, you know, it, it's, uh, there's, uh, you know, there's there's people that assume as a, as a self-employed person that that's what we're doing all day. They assume oh, yeah. that we're just goofing off all day. You know, like, you might be going to meetings, and sometimes these meetings are, are fun places. You know, like, I've, I, yeah. I don't, oh, yeah. I've gone to lots of bars and things like that for meetings for professional things and, right. you know, gone golfing, done all kinds of things oh, yeah. that are, you know, professional, and, like, I'm, it's there for me. There is a purpose. There's a yeah. business purpose. However, it doesn't mean we have to sit there and be stiff the whole time. We can right. actually have a little fun, loosen up, you know, and it's like – some people don't get that, and they assume that I'm just out, you know, oh, yeah. off all the time. Yeah. And yeah. yeah, well, actually, we're um, we're going to take a little few day trip in um, San Diego, and it's relevant to um, home investors is having their end of year call it convention. Okay, and uh, so they're coming out to San Diego um, this time, and uh, we'll be out there for a couple of days, um, just hanging out. They're, they have a structure during the day from sure. eight to five breakfast lunch dinner type thing then after five or six or whatever then you guys go do what you want you're gonna have dinner you can yeah. go you know hang out or whatever so there's it, nothing to do in san diego nothing so, you know, i mean yeah. <laughs> you guys could probably just go straight to bed sure. yeah yeah <laughs> and actually that's that sometimes when we have these like little um uh trips that we have to take here yeah. and there it's just like let's just go to bed like we're like <laughs> we have these you know elaborate plans hey we're gonna we're gonna go eat here we're gonna you know stay up you know no we're like Seven, eight o'clock, we're just dying. Sure. And it's like, let's just go to bed. It's funny because, I mean, you go to these conventions and, like, I mean, I've been to plenty of them. I mean, a lot of times, like, they'll yeah. go to, like, Las Vegas or something mm-hmm. like that. There's a big real estate convention going on in Las Vegas this weekend, you know, the, the Masters of Real Estate thing. Oh, yeah. But, uh, you know, they got, uh, there's these things and, like, we go, but when I go to something like that, I'm there for the networking. Right. You know, the education's cool and everything, but I'm, you know, I'm there mostly for the networking. I'm there to meet people. I'm there to meet people of specific, you know, uh, you know, within specific industries, within the, you know, stuff. So I go, and so, you know, the meetings go from, let's just say, 8 to 5 in the morning, you know, 8 in the morning to 5 in the afternoon, but then they let out, and that's when my, uh, that's when it's like my time to be at the convention starts, you know, <laughs> which is, I'll be at the convention all day, but then I need to talk to these people, and we're out, I mean, especially in Vegas, I've I, I've gone to bed at like 4.30 in the morning, you know, and then <laughs> the convention starts the next day at 8, so at I, gotta, eight, yeah. I gotta go to bed, wake up two and a half hours, or two hours later, yeah. throw some clothes on, it's always funny, you can tell who the real hardened convention goers are because they're all there they were all out with us the night before too and they looked like a wreck when they they got their starbucks and they're ready to go (laughs) they show up looking like a million bucks the next morning like man how did you do that how did you pull that one off you know and they're just they're just seasoned pros like they're it's kind of funny we always laugh about it you know like like, hey man you look really good for getting an hour and a half of sleep (laughs) you know so but overall i mean the the business is a good business but understand it's a business not a job and if you treat it like a job, then you're going to have a tough time. Oh, so, yep. and, but a lot of people don't understand the dynamic of how the business works. I mean, when I first started, it was like I was a young kid in my early 20s, and I was making great money, and I didn't know what to do with it. So I ended up getting in, you know, into, into things that I'm like, hey, somebody help me out here. And later on, you pay for it. And yeah. you have to kind of make that up. But I, hear um, you. I do say to the person that's driving out there, um, obviously, if you looked up at the billboards, you probably see us go uh, 1-800-BUYER uh, yep. uh, or 1-800-44-BUYER. There you go. Um, but at the same time, it's, uh, it's a great business to be in. Um, 
uh, it's not meant for everybody. Of course. But hey, it's definitely something that if maybe it is for you, and you never know, you got to try it. Yeah. Um, but so if anybody Daryl wanted to get in touch with you directly, how would they do that? Um, Google me. <laughs> Google Daryl um, Gomez. I mean, <laughs> I'm, I'm uh, you know. We're, we're pretty uh, uh, available online from all our social medias, Facebook, uh, LinkedIn, all that. Um, um, for Keller Williams, it's uh, G5 Realty Group, uh, G and then the 5 and then realtygroup.com. Okay. Uh, they can find us there. You can find us on Yelp or you know Zillow if you're on there. You can kind of search that too. Um, that would probably be the, the best way to get a hold of me. Very cool. I'm going to take a couple minutes just to talk about the Inland Empire Real Estate Investment Club, oh, yeah. too, for all the folks listening out there that have always wanted to become a real estate investor or uh, have some, or already a real estate investor. Come on out to the Inland Empire Real Estate Investment Club. We meet at the Mission Inn uh, every fourth Wednesday of the month. This month in November, we're going to meet on the Monday before the fourth Wednesday, which is, what is that, November 20th, I think it is. November 8th, no, 24th. Fifth, yeah, we'll be cool. at the uh, Mission End, but you can go to meetup.com, look up the Atlanta Empire Real Estate Investment Club. And I want to thank Daryl Gomez for coming on today, yeah, and I want to thank you all for tuning in. We'll see you all again next week on the Flip Flop Investor Show. Have a great week, everyone. Take care. Bye. It's time for NBC Radio News on KCAA Loma Linda. Brought to you by Green Kong Dispensary, the Inland Empire's finest curated medical and recreational dispensary. Google Green Kong. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.